Find a fresh take on a fall getaway to Wilmington, North Carolina and beaches. Enjoy hiking trails in a state park, fresh seafood with a sight of live music and fall festivals galore. Then live it up along the Riverwalk in Wilmington's historic downtown. With three island beaches, Carolina, Curie and Wrightsville and a vibrant downtown, you get the best of the Carolina coast all in one place. Plan your fall getaway at WilmingtonandBeachesVacation.com. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Hey, Pantheon listeners, Christian Swain here. You caught me just finishing up some editing on Getting Real with John and Beth. I want to share my first experience with Factor Meals for you. I think you'll find this interesting because I bet the same thing happens to you. I had just received my first shipment from Factor Meals the other day, and I was excited to try one of the prepared restaurant-quality meals for myself. Anyway, I was working away and noticed it was very late and it was my night to make dinner. I jumped up and headed to the kitchen, went to grab the ingredients for the dish I was going to make and realized I was missing a prime ingredient. Well, I could make a run to the store or I could make one of my new factor meals. <laughs> Actually, the choice was easy. I grabbed a cavatappi, an Italian-style pork ragu with garlic broccoli, heated the oven per instructions, and minutes later was enjoying a very delicious, nutritious, and dietitian approved meal. It really was everything factor meals said it would be. No prep, no mess meals. Factor meals are 100% ready to heat and eat. Take it from me and head to factormeals.com pantheon50 and use the code Pantheon50 to get 50% off. That's Factormeals.com slash Pantheon50 and use the code Pantheon50 to get 50% off. This is This Day Rocks from Vintage Rock Pod. I'm Paul Stevenson. And I'm going to start with another quick little plea. If you're listening to this right now on Apple Podcasts or iTunes, and if you've got an iPhone or an iPad that you listen to this on, then please, please, please take just two minutes to quickly leave a review. It makes such a big difference to the way that people find podcasts, and it makes the show stand out too within the Apple kind of algorithms and all that sort of thing. So please, if you can, spare two minutes just to pop a lovely glowing five-star review up on Apple iTunes Podcasts, whatever it's called your app right now, whatever it is you use then that would be absolutely fantastic it would mean an awful lot to me and i'll try and give you a shout out on monday's show if you do it as well so all will be appreciated thank you thank you thank you anyway let's start with today then it is april the 26th and we'll start on this day in 1986 when the band van halen proved there was life after diamond dave lee roth as their album 5150 hit number one in the u.s it was the first record with sammy hagar on lead vocals of course and featured the hit single why can't this be love the album stayed at number one for three weeks. On this day in 1978, The Last Waltz, the documentary of the band's star-studded last concert, opened in theatres, directed by Martin Scorsese. The film featured performances by Neil Young, Eric Clapton, Joni Mitchell, Van Morrison and many more. On this day in 1981, Blondie hit the top spot in the UK with the single Call Me. It was the group's fourth chart topper over here. 
On this day in 1994, Grace Slick pleaded guilty to pointing a shotgun at police at her California home. She claimed she was under stress because her home had burned down the previous year. She was sentenced to 200 hours community service and told to attend Alcoholics Anonymous meetings. And on this day in 1982, Rod Stewart had a fearful event. He was mugged on Hollywood's Sunset Boulevard. A gunman held him up and made off with his 50 grand Porsche. But for today's main show then, it's better news for Rod and his band. Yes, on this day in 1973, the number one album in the UK was Ooh La La by The Faces. Although by this point Rod's solo career was flying and tensions were high in the band. Rod missed the first three weeks of recording sessions for the album and three of the tracks don't feature him at all. Now I interviewed Faces drummer Kenny Jones on episode one of Vintage Rock Pod all the way back in October 2020 and it was interesting to hear him tell the story of how the band weren't even keen on having Rod to join them to start with. They didn't want another prima donna. How it played out, eh? So I'm going to play that clip for you now. When Steve left, we, we were kind of lost, so we found ourselves, you know, in limbo. So luckily enough, we were friends with the Stones at the time. And the Stones said, look, we've got our warehouse in Bermondsey, which is right in the east end of where we are. And he said, well, we've got a soundproof room down there. We keep all our equipment. Why don't you go have a play down there? Get, you know, just have a, something to play so you, get, so you get to know which direction you're going in. So, so we did. And that's what we did every every week for a couple of weeks or a few weeks, until Ronnie Lane one week he, one week he, uh, day brought down his his new neighbour who just moved in next door, and that was Ronnie Wood. So Ronnie was learning how uh, or converting from bass because he was in the birds at the time. At that time, no, he was playing bass with the Jeff Beck band. And he was on a wage of sixty quid at that time, and uh, so. Um, so he was. He came down. He's, he played. A, I think he had a Fender, and he's learning how to, how to play or convert from bass to 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 the Fender. So we, we just spent a lot of ages jamming. And then a couple of weeks went by, and then Ronnie brought down his best mate, which was Rod Stewart. Rod, Rod just sat on the amps watching us play, and then every every now and again we just we'd go up the Bermondsey Arms, which is a pub up the road. So we'd play for about an hour, and then we'd go up the pub. And this, this went on for a couple of weeks. And then one day I said, well, we've got to get serious. We've got, got to get got, got to attack focus, see what we're going to do. So Ronnie Lane sang, and Ronnie's voice is always a great voice, his lovely voice, pure, pure value to his voice. And um, so that was great. I thought, okay, but still still missing that missing element as far as I was concerned. And then Max started to sing, I went, yeah, okay. <laughs> and then... Then Ronnie started to sing, and I went, mm, oh, Ronnie, Ronnie Wood, that is. Yep. I went, yeah, great, okay. Still, I'm looking for around the room, and I keep seeing Rod sitting on the, I know Rob was a great singer. So the next time we went up the pub, I, was, I, I did a kind of Adam Faith on it. I put his arm around, and I said, don't say a drink around the other bar. I mean, and it went, oh, okay. So we went around the other bar, I said, uh, I said, can I have a quick word? You know, so he said, yeah, what's up? I said, do you feel, do you, th- do you want to, do you think you, could, do you want to join the band? And he went, oh, great. Do you think everyone would let me? I went, yeah, of course they would. 
And luckily that evening, Alvin Lee was having a, a little get together. I think it might have been his birthday or so, uh, in a little muse place in the in the in the West End. So we're in there having a few spliffs and a whatever beer, and everyone's sort of chatting away. And I I said to the rest of the band, uh, "Can I have a private word?" So we went upstairs, and I, uh, me, the two Roddies and Mac, and uh, I said, "Right, I've asked Rod to join the band." Oh, we don't want another prima donna. We don't want any more walking out. So, oh God, this went on for ages. I said, well, you know, I just stuck to my guns and I won. Good. So Ronnie Wood was in a de- delicate position because it was his first mate. So, and and we didn't want anyone walking out on us. So I was I was feeling for that particular phrase. I mean, I, I knew exactly what the other guys meant, but knowing Rod, we got to know Rod. Rob was like one of the lads, one of the mates, you know, mm-hmm. it still is. That's how we got together. That's how the faces stayed. And I'll be back tomorrow with more on this day, rock goodness. So until then... Take care. What would you do to achieve the American dream? The big house, the happy family, the money. 911, what's your emergency? Would you put in the hours? Would you take a big swing? What's the problem? What's the problem? Would you lie? Would you cheat? Would they shot? Would they shot? Would you kill? Yes. <laughs> My mom is dead. My mom is right there. From Airship, the studio behind American Scandal, comes a new true crime history podcast. I'm Jeremy Schwartz, and I'll be taking you inside the minds of some of our most notorious felons and outlaws, exploring the dark side of the American dream. In my new show, American Criminal, you'll meet the picture-perfect brothers who killed their parents, the thief who stole babies, the crypto king who siphoned off billions and plenty more. From assassins and gangsters to killers and con artists, Whatever the case, whoever the criminal, you don't know the full story until now. Don't miss the debut season of American Criminal, the Menendez Brothers, beginning February 29th. Listen wherever you get your podcasts or to get early ad-free access to the entire season first, plus hundreds of other ad-free history podcast episodes, subscribe at IntoHistory.com.